What do we do when we have some tea to spill on the podcast? Guess what we do? We spill the tea. Oh, yes, we spill it. Don't we, Amy? (laughs) What say you, Amy? (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) That was Lexi. And that was Amy. And welcome back to another episode of Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. It's episode nine, Amy. Hi. It is, Lexi. Hello. We have arrived. (laughs) And we're feeling fine. Finger guns. Oh, I wish I would have thought of that. That would have been a really good way to kick it off. Yeah. (laughs) Right in the kicker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, uh, how's your week been? It has been a whole thing. So, New Mexico has been, like, shut down, locked up tight since before Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, I remember. And so then... Like, the beginning of the year, the governor started doing, like, you know, county by county, you know, based off of COVID cases and everything. And off of that, you will stay red or you can move to yellow or there's also green. I guess there's a a purple or a teal color, too. I'm not entirely sure. Anyway... My county, we're like all the way down here. We're one of the southernmost counties, right? We're, we've been in the red this whole time. And we are finally yellow. And with yellow means that we can have dine-in at 25% capacity. Hmm. I get it. You know, y'all have been stuck in your houses since before Thanksgiving and you want to go out to eat. That's fine. But it has been a shit show for us dashers. (laughs) Because now the restaurants that have been so accustomed to just doing carry out this whole time are now having to do dine in and carry out. And it is a shit show. Like there are some restaurants that are definitely just going in order of, you know, first in, first out. Mm hmm. But then there are also restaurants that are not doing it that way, that they are prioritizing dine-in orders first and then getting to carry-out orders when they can. Oh, that sounds awful. And yes. um, So, like, carry-out orders aren't just DoorDash orders. There are also people that place their own orders and go and pick up their own food, Mm -hmm. right? So not only are DoorDashers stuck waiting, but actual customers are also getting stuck waiting. Technically, we are DoorDash and the customers are ordering through DoorDash, so those customers are stuck waiting. But I'm talking about like the actual customers that are coming and getting their own food. They're stuck waiting too. We have been doing this for, what is today? Uh, Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. This is like day six. Oh, so not even a this. week yet. <laughs> yeah, not even a week yet. So hopefully, like, things will even themselves out a bit. But right now, it is a shit show. And <laughs> it is really, like, 
I I'm I'm being as patient as I can. <laughs> you know, cuz <laughs> I know that it's going to be an adjustment period. So, I have been stuck at least once a day mm. at a restaurant for an hour since Thursday. Damn. And we know that that really cuts into making money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it has been trying. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm being I'm being patient. I'm being good. I understand that the restaurants are doing what they can and they're being overwhelmed because they're they're getting it both ways, which before was totally fine but you know they've been out of this practice for about a year now yep (laughs) they gotta get back into the swing of things and i'm just like as long as we can all just you know make sure that it's first in first out don't be skipping don't be skipping then we don't have any problems i'm i'm good but if you skipping then we're gonna have problems (laughs) yep don't make me sit for two hours over one order that's losing money I have legitimately been stuck somewhere for an hour every shift that I have worked since this started. Mm. (laughs) That takes some real patience, girl. (laughs) It does. Luckily, I, you know, with my people skills and stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine with it. You know, stay in the contact with the customers making sure that they know hey you know i'm still here i'm still waiting on your food there's uh the denny's here like we can see their screen the other night i went to denny's and um they had three screens of orders and Damn. each screen has like what three six nine twelve orders oh my gosh that's insane a screen it, yeah, it it was a shit show. And I'm just like, all right. I, I dashed last night. I didn't get stuck anywhere for an hour. Nice. <laughs> nice. So there's that. I had that going for me. And you're like, <laughs> woo, small win. I'll take it. <laughs> but I also got stuck on the other side of town all night. So I was away from, like, the restaurants. I was only doing fast food. And I was more than happy to take it last night, which I don't usually take. Yeah. <laughs> At least the fast food, like, you know, they're still just, like, drive through. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's been fun. Also, a couple of things. When I was out dashing last night, I discovered there are a lot of car washes in this town that I live in. Hmm. And one of the car washes, (laughs) Lexi, is named (laughs) the BJ Car Wash. They didn't even try to hide the happy ending. They're like, oh, and we'll give you a wax job. (laughs) Car wash. Wink. (laughs) They said, no, it's called BJ's. (laughs) It's the BJ car wash. The BJ car wash. I wonder what that could mean. (laughs) It's not BJ's car wash. It's 
the BJ Carlisle. Somebody was trying to send a message. That's what that was. They're like, oh, and you can do things in there. This this town is wild. I tell you what, Lexi, I love it here. The people are amazing <laughs> so entertaining i love it um there was this lady that posted in the buy sell groups here and she posted a deep freezer <laughs> she, she said deep freezer two hundred dollars you can fit a folded husband in <laughs> she, it said folded husband sized freezer uh oh <laughs> Are you speaking like, from experience like or <laughs> I'm like where is your husband currently? <laughs> She's like, "Oh, this husband is at work, but this is also my third marriage." <laughs> oh my god. This is terrible. I love it. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and then just one more thing. Um I'm currently binging season eight of Vanderpump Rules because I have Hulu and not cable, so I don't get to watch it as they release it with the Bravo shows. They release the whole season once it's done, right? Mm -hmm. So the last episode that I watched, it was um, Jax's birthday, and Tom Sandoval bought Jax for his birthday. You want to know? You you have to know. You're you're never going to guess, but. He bought him a samurai sword signed by Randy Jackson. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're not just going to not get Randy Jackson's autograph. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Like, he legitimately had a picture. He took a picture with Randy Jackson when he took the samurai sword to him to have him sign it. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. It was fantastic. I fucking love it. (laughs) I was like, what? That's great. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's what I've been up to for the past week. What about you, Lex? What have you been up to? Oh, getting back into the swing of things. So, um... Our our mask requirement is up. It is now masks optional here. <laughs> and it's... It's whatever. I don't care if you wear a mask or not. I don't care. I really don't. I just think that germs don't go away because laws say they do. <laughs> so... um. It's a really weird mix because here in Indiana right now, you have to be 45 or older or a health care provider to get the COVID vaccine. It's limited right. quantities, right? But also, right. we're no I'm longer wearing masks. One here. As a general, general population, general public thing, none of us are wearing masks, but only some people can get a vaccine for it. JIC. Like... <laughs> I, okay. I'm just like, all right. Weird flex, but okay. Um, <laughs> the other day we were uh, 
I keep going to different Walmarts around me looking for, honestly, it's really silly, but um, I've been looking for the original Teen Titans DVD collection. Silly, I know. But so very specific thing to look for. That it's not on any of my. You know it's on Hulu, right? Nope, that's Teen Titans Go. Oh, I suppose yeah. Yeah, and that's not what I'm looking for. No. I was going to all these different WalMarts and trying to figure out um, if any of them carried that or Jurassic Park. We've been looking for those movies. They don't have any of those things, but each of these Walmarts has different stuff. It's weird. Like, not like kind of different. It's almost like their whole inventory changes. There's very few similar items in between these three places, which is why it's kind of worth the drive. Kind of. Well, yeah, I mean, as a former Walmart employee, I can say that it is based off of the demographic of that store (laughs) like you're going to different stores that are i'm assuming in different towns Mm -hmm. yeah so (laughs) completely different towns too they're like hours apart even is the same with all of the video stores that we worked at like our store might get i guess i just kind of expected it to be more similar because they're a big major corporation you know I don't know, but we went to uh, Goodwill. Um, It's interesting, let me say. It's interesting that they (laughs) resell some of the stuff that they resell. If you got a bag full of clothes and there was a pair of stained underwear, would you sell them? No. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it wasn't a fun time but yeah we uh we've just been getting all kinds of little odds and ends here it was was, uh not a bad time it was just not a very eventful time but you know what i keep running into all of these walmarts it's like covid didn't knock them down the cable company people you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fucking Xfinity people or DirecTV. It's usually DirecTV. Yeah, it's, it's one or the <laughs> other, and it's it, it's by location, right? So, um, do you remember in the movie Fun with Dick and Jane when he gets a job at Costco and he misses the one lady that he doesn't greet? You know what I'm talking about? He, like, fucking yes. chases her through the whole store. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> So, I am due for a phone upgrade, and I was just kind of, like, window shopping some ideas for when that time comes. You know. I am a king, I am a king, I have a chair, I have a chair. You know. (laughs) Fancy living. And, uh, like, I have never made eye contact once with these people, right? But I'm right there. Right? I'm right there. never do. And I'm looking at phones. Nothing, nothing to suggest I need internet whatsoever. But the guy walks up to me and he goes, excuse me, ma'am. And I was like, hmm. And he goes, do you have internet? And I'm like, yeah, on my phone, but I'm looking for an upgrade. And I'm just like. (laughs) That was at one of the stores. Another one of the stores, the lady that was there, like, 
for real, like, chased us down. We were <laughs> weaving through the electronics to avoid that area, just in Trying case. Trying to get away from you. <laughs> and she's like, hey. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> and she's like, do you have internet in your home? I'm like, only, only when I'm there. <laughs> I tried to avoid them so much. The last guy didn't have so much fight in him. He just kind of was like, hey. And I was like, mm-mm. And he goes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> the other two, though, oh, my gosh, that lady. I was like, damn, girl. I get uh-huh. if you're commission-based, but settle the fuck down. <laughs> I wonder if they're strictly commission. I'm sure they get not. paid hourly with, like, commission on top. I-, I wonder if these people work at, like, the actual stores and they have to, like, rotate who goes to Walmart and they're like, they have to draw. <laughs> they have to draw sticks. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Oh yeah, but that was that was about all I did this weekend. Or sorry, Sounds that was about fun. all I did over the week. It wasn't very eventful. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> all right. So does that mean that it's time for in the news? It does. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. All right, Lexi, what is your news article? <laughs> uh, my news article is a heartfelt one this week, Amy. I hope you're ready for this. Well, that's the exact opposite of mine, but all right. <laughs> good. I love a good. Dumpster fire to follow up the heartwarming, you know, get us nice and tender. <laughs> so mine, mine is not. <laughs> it's, it's mine comes uh, from uh, CNBC, and it is titled "Toys R Us has a new owner that's planning to reopen the stores in the U.S. again." I mean, as a kid, I loved Toys R Us, but is it worth it? <laughs> we'll we'll see maybe they'll make it worth it because uh yeah as a mom whew, those prices though <clears throat> yeah toys r us is expensive toys r us has a new owner again quiet <laughs> the brand management company again <laughs> <laughs> The brand management company WHP Global announced Monday that it has acquired a controlling interest in True Kids, the parent company of the Toys R Us, Babies R Us, and Geoffrey the Giraffe brands. It says, we're in the brand business and Toys R Us is is the single most credible, trusted, and beloved toy brand in the world. Um, The chairman said... We're coming off of a year where toys are just on fire. And for Toys R Us, the U.S. is really a blank canvas. It says that 
True Kids bought the brands and intellectual property from Toys R Us after it filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy uh, back in September of 2017. And WHP is planning to open a number of Toys R Us stores again in the U.S., ideally ahead of the holiday season this year. Well, that would be a good idea. Open it before the holidays. Right. <laughs> just saying. They're on to something, I think. <laughs> I just hope they lower the prices, because uh, Toys R Us was always After... like... I remember going there to look for ideas for toys, and then like I got online to actually buy them. <laughs> when I was pregnant with Aurora eight years ago <laughs> like she's eight you know she'll be nine in november but when i was pregnant with her i had gotten a toys r us gift card and i went there to use it and i remember specifically a three pack of white onesies was twenty dollars wow I wouldn't have even bought them. I mean, they were Carters, but they were white onesies. Like, that's how <laughs> they get you. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know my article was a little short, but Toys R Us might be coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I liked Jeffrey the giraffe. I do. It's that's something I've literally had in my entire lifetime. The whole time. Like, as as a kid, you know, for the Toys R Us commercials, like, Jeffrey was like a cartoon, like, mm-hmm. he was this cute little, little giraffe. <laughs> I remember those commercials. <laughs> well, so what is your news article, Amy? Well... <laughs> <laughs> My news article comes from thetakeout.com. It is titled, Please Stop Trying to Fight Fast Food Employees. You know, (laughs) disappointed but not surprised. That's the vibe for this article. Okay. (laughs) Yep. All right. In February, in the suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio, police were called to a Taco Bell because a customer thought her french fries were too salty. What the fuck? She also thought the best way to remedy this problem was to challenge an employee to a fist fight. (laughs) Fortunately, the customer took off in her car as the police arrived before things could get violent. I want to say that this nugget of info from Cleveland.com's police blotter is but a quirky anomaly in the food news cycle. Like that one time that 50,000 apples were stolen from a pick-your-own orchard. (laughs) Or when a customer upset by an insufficient amount of hot sauce held up the entire drive-thru line to make a point about something. (laughs) Shrugs enthusiastically. (laughs) In a different world, I would be saying... Fighting over salty fries? That's highly irregular. Alas, we do not live in that world, and I come across stories just like this at least once a week. 
Hence the reason how we made this podcast. Yep. <laughs> Boom. That was it. Lest you think this is solely an American problem, I'm sad to report that it is not. In 2005, a McDonald's in Scotland began playing classical music in an attempt to calm down customers after having 200 incidents that required police intervention in the span of 14 months. Holy that shit. That is ju- just a little over a year. <laughs> that is like almost every day and definitely more than once a week. That's insane. The strategy was later adopted by locations in England and Australia that faced similar problems. I haven't done a thorough examination of fast food-related violence worldwide because I don't need more reasons to be disappointed. But (laughs) if you feel you can handle it, search Fast Food Fight on YouTube and prepare to have your spirit broken. It's unfortunate to have to reiterate this, but if you go to a fast food restaurant and are unhappy with your order or any part of the experience, please do not verbally or physically attack the employees. It shouldn't be that hard. And in fact, it really shouldn't even need to be said. Exactly. Mm. The Taco Bell employee who oversalted that woman's fries, if they were actually oversalted at all, isn't being paid a lot of money, not enough to cover many basic expenses, and certainly not enough to deal with anything close to the behavior that these police blotters are always describing. Right? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) On top of being no type of way to treat a fellow human being, turning to abuse will guarantee you won't get what you wanted in the first place. Yep. I love this person. (laughs) They're speaking the truth. Do you know what will? Asking for something rather than demanding it. Yep. Imagine that. (laughs) The light has come through the clouds. (laughs) (laughs) Explaining the mix-up rather than punishing someone for what you perceive as the ultimate injustice. (laughs) On the flip side, if you're pleased with your transaction, compliment the employee to their manager if you can. Even better, check the bottom of your receipt to see how you can send a customer service review to corporate and leave a nice note. Yep. Bonus, you'll often get a coupon for a free item for doing this. Win-win. It only takes a minute to do, but it can make a big impact. Heck, you can build a moment of customer satisfaction survey time into your morning Twitter scrolling. And if you have a problem, approach the staff in a way that focuses on the issue, not the person fielding it. The way to convey an incorrect order is to say, I'd like my missing Crunchwrap Supreme. Not, I'd like to lecture you about how you've wasted my valuable time. (laughs) (laughs) For real. When... When you're nice, or even just polite, the world moves along more smoothly. It's a system that's easy and effective. There are many real, terrifying problems in this world we live in. Nobody needs to be risking people's safety or jail time over salty fries. 
Ta da! Right, that one shouldn't even need said either. thank you allison for your amazing article yes (laughs) it says that she is a writer a a recipe czar former professional chef author of four quite good books and the people's hot pocket princess (laughs) (laughs) i need this woman in my life (laughs) (laughs) fantastic oh that was good stop fighting fast food employees stop fighting employees in general retail employees first of all they do not get paid enough to make that big of an impact on your day it's not their fault that a policy is different yep corporate changes the things the employees are the ones that have to deal with the brunt of it we're just the messenger. Don't shoot us. <laughs> Jeez, Lupete. That one's so tiring. <laughs> oh, you it's, change the store hours. Really I make $7 an hour. Why would I change the store hours? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Go somewhere else with your bullshit. <laughs> right? All the way over there. <laughs> All the way. They they literally make minimum wage, which means they make minimum impact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't be hard to figure that out, but man, as soon as you want jobs. somebody to blame, you're like, oh, it's you with the broom. <laughs> Do I look like the guy making the rules around here? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <sighs> <laughs> Well, so does that wrap up in the news, Amy? It does. So that means it's time for our promotional break. Woo, promo! This is Weird on the Rocks, a podcast that explores the weird, unusual, strange, and unexplained, all while getting our drink on. Join me every other Monday as I share a different cocktail and discuss true crime, paranormal stories, unexplained phenomena, conspiracy theories, and much more. Find Weird on the Rocks on social media, the website weirdontherocks.weebly.com, and listen on all of your favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to cheers and stay weird. And we're back. Woo! Did you miss us? what you don't know is... We took the whole day off. (laughs) Shing, sparkle, sparkle. (laughs) And I was unsupervised and I am four mixed drinks deep now. So this is going to be a fun tea time, Lexi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope you're ready for these stories then. Mm. Well, all right. So let's go ahead. Is it tea time, Lexi? It's tea time, Amy. Clink. Clink. (laughs) well Lexi since I'm a little tongue-tied you go first (laughs) I don't know if more time is gonna help the the twisty part but we'll see it'll give you more time to drink more of my drink (laughs) so um this week our theme is dine-in restaurants so yes my first story is a good one I hope you're ready for it It's titled, Getting Revenge by Pouring a Pint of Coke on a Customer. Nice. 
(laughs) (laughs) This is the sweet and sticky story of the first and only time I ever dropped a drink at work and how good it felt. (laughs) I could only imagine. Uh, Just to set the scene of how much of an asshole this regular customer was, Two weeks before this story takes place, this particular customer walked into the restaurant on a Wednesday night with about 40 people. The restaurant uh, only covers about 120 people, and we rarely filled more than 70 of them midweek. So, uh, we only had like two or three servers unless we had large bookings. Uh, He demanded a table for all of them. Being a regular, the host already knew what a piece of work this guy was, but the horror on her face when he revealed that he didn't have a booking still haunts me to this day. (laughs) You mean you didn't automatically have a reservation set aside for me? What is wrong with you? (laughs) Uh, The host calls the GM over, who is delighted at the opportunity to up our sales for the night. And sits them in an area uh, of, sorry, it was worded weird. And sits them in an area of the restaurant that is kept closed unless we are particularly busy. Unfortunately, I was the server with the most experience that night. So I ended up serving Lucky them. Lucky me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> this is the best time ever! So I ended up serving them along with a few other tables, while the other servers picked up the empty tables in my area. Long story short, they were all generally assholes all night, got far too drunk, made far too much noise, uh, hurled abuse at the runners because they couldn't carry out 40 plates of food in one go, etc. How dare they? I know, right? Don't they have eight arms? (laughs) You might. If you're a server, it probably feels like it. (laughs) (laughs) I gave them the best damn service I could have given, only to receive a 25 cent tip. What the fuck? And when the GM questioned him, he responded with, I'm a regular here and I never tip because I don't believe in it. So count yourself lucky that you're getting anything. You should be privileged. To get this quarter tip. Right? I'd, I'd, <laughs> I would throat punch you so hard. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, <laughs> so our GM is not happy with this. So now back to our story. Asshole customer returns for his bi-weekly meal with his family. In much to my dismay, ends up sat in my area. I go oh, over dear. to the table and am greeted with, Oh, for fuck's sake, not you again. <laughs> Trust me, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> the effort it took to not say I was thinking the same thing was unreal. <laughs> I ignored it and carried on. His wife and daughter, being visibly irritated and embarrassed by his behavior, at least made me feel a slight bit better. <laughs> Orders are taken, starters are done, and the main course is out. I go to do a check back and offer another round of drinks. Along with a few other drinks around the table, his son orders a pint of Coke. When I get back to the table with the drinks, being the asshole that he is, 
he refuses my polite request to move slightly so that I can pass drinks round and ignores me when I ask if he can pass the drinks over for me, leaving me no option but to lean over the table. Restaurant's pretty cramped. They were in the corner of a room. It's unfortunate, but it happens. So I pass the first drink over to his daughter, leaving only the pint of Coke on the tray, and I'm carefully balancing it in my other hand. As I return to standing to get the pint of Coke, I fuck up. The pint of glass has fallen on my tray in the direction of our asshole customer. Oh, darn. literally rains down an entire pint of Coke and ice all over this guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm holding back laughter. His wife and daughter are losing their shit laughing. His son only seems concerned that he isn't getting the pint of Coke he wanted. And I look up (laughs) to see neighboring tables. (laughs) I look up to see neighboring tables who I can only presume heard him being an asshole chuckling. And then in the distance across the room, the GM's face has contorted into some bizarre display of both amusement and fear. Now comes the expected torrent of abuse from the asshole customer. Our GM literally runs to my defense. And this guy stands up, picks up his wife, and announces that they are leaving and won't be coming back, much to the dismay of his son, who is literally cramming spaghetti into his mouth as fast as he can. <laughs> He's like, we're out of here. Hold on. Ah, this shit, is good hold on. Mood. I gotta eat my spaghetti. Ah. <laughs> this kid was clearly hungry. Uh, <laughs> I can't really seed. blame him. The guy looks like he's been involved in some kind of Coke and Mentos experiment gone wrong. <laughs> what? The, the GM apologizes profusely and doesn't charge them. Every front of house employee in the restaurant thanked me when it became clear in the following weeks that he really wasn't coming back. Surprisingly, the cleanup wasn't even that bad. His hair and clothes seemed to have absorbed the majority of the liquid, and it was pretty much just ice on the floor. The neighboring table said they were... Uh, sorry, the neighboring table said as they were leaving, we'll definitely be coming back, and we hope the entertainment is just as good next time. <laughs> Uh, the GM didn't mention it until I handed in my two weeks notice but all he wanted to say is it was the best thing he had ever witnessed a server do to a customer fucking up never felt so good (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I was just going to say I wonder where this was because they referred to it as a pint of coke (laughs) I know (laughs) right (laughs) let me get a liter of cola a liter of cola? <laughs> <laughs> it was Farva, and he went to Canada. That's what it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, my gosh. It's such a good movie. All right. So uh, what's your first story, Amy? Some of the oddest tables these past weeks. <laughs> So, a few weeks ago, I started serving again after a few months of being between jobs. I had forgotten how insane people are. After only a couple of months? (laughs) You forgot that fast? I mean, think (laughs) about how out of whack you felt when you went back to dashing only after a few months. I guess. (laughs) Alright, these were some of my more memorable tables. 
I had an old man rant to me about how the world's problems would go away if young people just drank more coffee? I didn't understand that one because, you know, Starbucks. <laughs> I feel like we're already doing that. Get with the times, old man. <laughs> we, like, live on Starbucks, okay? <laughs> Seriously, though. Oh, my gosh. So many people order steak and potatoes. I work in a steakhouse. I need more information than steak and potatoes. What kind of steak? How would you like it cooked? What form of potatoes? I need more. <laughs> I, need, I need a little more. This isn't enough a to work more. with. A little more. Just give me a little more. <laughs> a woman asked for a warmed up frozen margarita with no tequila. <laughs> she what? said, I just what like the fruity juice. It's sour. <laughs> tequila, like, okay. Margarita mix is kind of like this, like, weird, thick mixture. Mm-hmm. with, And so it's, like, supposed to be frozen or on the rocks. You want it warmed up? <laughs> with no tequila. Like, <laughs> where's the fun? Yeah, you took all the fun out of the drink. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> you warmed it up and there's no tequila. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> then... She said she was deathly, deathly allergic to shellfish, tomatoes, maybe eggs, in quotes. <laughs> it says maybe eggs. She it's said like I heard it once decide. on a commercial, so. <laughs> she said she'd decide when the salad came if she was or wasn't allergic to the eggs. I don't think that's how this works. Does she know how also, allergies work? Also <laughs> baked potatoes if they're not fully cooked. <laughs> oh, nope. That was 1% raw. I'm going to die now. I'm suing. <laughs> I'm allergic. I'm allergic to this halfway cooked baked potato. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Wait, that's not how this works. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yesterday, I walked in at opening, got double sat, and my second table said, I saw a drink in a picture. I don't know if it was a bar drink or not, but what was it? (laughs) Bitch, I don't know. (laughs) In a picture. You want to give me a color? Was it a beer? Did it look carbonated, maybe? I don't know. Fuck. (laughs) says bitch i don't know it could be any number of things can i get more of a description (laughs) i need a little more come on just a little more (laughs) just a crumb of context (laughs) just a little (laughs) she then demanded a menu I said, all right, just one moment. And before I could go get one, she said, I looked like I was having a bad day and demanded a new server. (laughs) Mm. Then her and her friends referred to me as that bitch for the rest of their stay and snickered every time I did anything. I'm literally the most cheerful and upbeat person at work. And my manager was confused that anyone thought I was upset. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I don't know. Oh, so you must be having a bad day. What? (laughs) Uh, 
Okay. Is that is that how? Does that <laughs> that's not that doesn't work. work? Wait. <laughs> and today I had a boy growl at my manager after she checked on them. He also argued that onion rings aren't made with onion and threw a hissy fit when he, his fried onion was made of onion. <laughs> They've been lying to you your whole life, kid. It was really made with onions the whole time. <laughs> it's an onion ring. Like, what else could it be? <laughs> it was a suggestion. It looked similar. No. <laughs> He and his two other teenage friends were going to give me exact change for a 3209 check, but couldn't find nine cents and begrudgingly gave me $33 and sighed as they said, I guess you can keep the change. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> like, <Server life. laughs> thanks <laughs> almost a whole dollar <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> oh my gosh uh, people <laughs> yep people that's the end of the first story <laughs> or should i say multiple little stories <laughs> yeah my second one's kind of similar mine is uh kind of a review of somebody's <laughs> restaurant career Ooh, i like reviews their first story <laughs> they were a former front of house manager I couldn't imagine all of that. Anyway, so um, my second story is from a former front of house manager, and it's called Restaurant Shit Shows. Yes. Nice. <laughs> um, the first one is a bit graphic, fair warning. There's talk of poop. A lot about poop. Okay, well, then we have a theme going on this second half of tea time. <laughs> There's only one of them that's like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was one day on lunch shift, a woman had diarrhea and didn't make it to the bathroom in time. Ew. This is where, like, I cringed reading this. I was like, do I have to say it? I'm going to say it. Mm. There was juicy shit on the floor and mm. in the floor. Mm. From her seat all the way to the bathroom. Her she was seat? obviously Like, she yeah. started in the seat. <laughs> oh, you heard correctly. <laughs> she thought it was a fart. She found out that it was not. It was definitely not a fart. <laughs> <laughs> um, she false was. Alarm, a false alarm! Oh my god! Not a fart! Not a fart! Not a fart! <laughs> uh, she was obviously embarrassed. Well, I had to get on my gloves, masks, and a whole hazmat gear, and close down that whole side of the restaurant. Hazmat gear. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she enjoyed the rest of her meal. 
I stayed scrubbing shit out of the carpet. It sucked. Oh, are you good, though? Are you good? Is the steak okay? Okay, great. <laughs> it sucked. My back of house manager told me I should have made a... Ma- or, sorry. I should have made a server clean it up. But no, they don't They don't make enough to deal with that. No, they really don't. I'm pretty sure any server would have been like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, another time, I was a cook and I overheard this happening to a server. There was an elderly couple that came in and they ordered food. Uh, they were told that it was about a 25-minute wait, but we finished the food in like 15 minutes. Uh, she set some drinks at a table and grabs her food pretty much immediately after. And finally, one of them takes a single bite and they both start flipping out on her. Their reason? The food was cold because she was, quote unquote, standing there flirting with a group of guys, the ones she had ran drinks over for, and we had been waiting for close to an hour for our food. They had a clear view of us making and cooking and setting their food down. And I had a clear view of the whole thing going on. So I went out and confronted them. And it didn't go well. Cooks apparently aren't supposed to uh, <laughs> confront customers. I guess not. <laughs> they were they were uh, told nope. But then... <laughs> nope. <laughs> The last story is actually my first time working in the food industry. Uh, I was managing a steakhouse. Managing? Like, that's not... My first time in food industry was, like, sandwich artist. Didn't they say <laughs> it, was, it was their last time? Did they say it was their last time or their first time? The, okay, so their last little story here is their uh, first time experience in the industry. As a manager. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I get it now. Um, (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) As the orders would come in, I ran all the food. Serving the coach last is an etiquette, as he is the the only gentleman. We had to wear these awful ankle-length aprons, and, lo and behold, as I was trying to hand him his steak, I tripped on my apron. Those ankle-length aprons are... First of all, ugly. Second of all, a nuisance. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, yeah. Why would you make people wear that have to carry lots of plates and drinks wear ankle-length aprons? Why? <laughs> Why would you do that right? to them? Do you hate them? I think you hate them. That's got to be torment. <laughs> a $45 cut of beef went from his lap to the floor And in an effort to avoid his gaze, I looked behind him into the kitchen and saw the chef open mouth looking at me through the window, (laughs) pain separating (laughs) the expo from dining. At least it got a laugh from the ladies. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine, though? Like, yeah, I ordered this giant beefy steak. And they're like, oh, in your lap, though? In your lap or on the floor? Like, (laughs) how do you prefer your steak? (laughs) That's not well done. That's too far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, Amy. So what is your second story? I'm prepped. You said it was gross. It is. Mm, All right. (laughs) My second story 
he shit on the floor. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right, I'm ready. I have been in the service industry for like 11 years. <laughs> Here is one of my favorite stories. Is it your favorite? <laughs> That's what they said. I'll be me, and the customer of the day will be Mr. Poopy. <laughs> Aptly named, he is. Mr. Poopy. <laughs> I say, welcome. What can I get for you, Mr. P? I want a chicken sub sandwich on white bread. And I say... We don't have white bread, only buns and rye. Mr. P, how do you not have white bread? That's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> you're coming to you're you're coming to a restaurant. And you're uh, ordering a chicken club sandwich, and you want them to have white bread. I mean, I guess it just depends on the restaurant because you can get club sandwiches mm -hmm. on white bread usually toasted but this seems like it's probably a little more upscale than like a white bread place <laughs> <laughs> well if they have rye as an option i feel like yeah little more uppity than white bread <laughs> <laughs> scoffs we have buns <laughs> buns and rye okay <laughs> i say i'm so sorry we just don't carry anything with white bread would you like something else mr p says fine whatever i guess i'll just have how it comes and i say wonderful <laughs> i then bring out his food and he continued to take apart his whole sandwich and use the skewer that holds it together to fling the chicken and the bread all over the bar. What's that, uh, uh like in Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> Did <you> <laughs> Get the dentures out of the wine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, are you done here? And he says... Yeah, that was disgusting. I don't fucking want it. I'm leaving. Uh-oh. And I'm like, okay, great. Take care. Right? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my store, please, and thank you. <laughs> Mr. P goes to the washroom before he leaves and mumbles, fuck you, under his breath. Ten minutes later, another customer comes from the men's washroom and tells me to... He says, come here. Just come here. <laughs> mm. When I tell you that man took a diarrhea shit all over the walls and floor of the bathroom stall because he didn't get white bread. Oh, man, no. <laughs> he must have performed a wall sit and... <laughs> Oh my god. And then and then crab walked all around the bathroom <laughs> whilst shitting pure liquid out of his ass. It was absolutely insane. Mm. <laughs> but guess what? 
we still don't have white bread. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and uh, fuck you, you wall-sitting crab walker. (laughs) What the fuck? He said, must have performed a wall-sit and then crab walked. (laughs) (laughs) That's just terrifying. Oh my god! Very descriptive. <laughs> thank you for the mental image. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Fuck you. I'm out. Crab walks oh, out man. the door. What I was thinking immediately is Zoidberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's sucks <laughs> can you like i feel like at a certain point of like they shit it on the floor you should be able to file a police report like, no nah, no nah, this is like a crime of the worst dna time. there is dna here <laughs> this is a crime scene <laughs> that, it is definitely a crime scene do not mm. cross <laughs> do not enter Hazmat suits, just, just fucking nuke it. We don't throw the whole bathroom away. We don't want it anymore. <laughs> we, just, we just need to remodel <laughs> new bathrooms on the other side of the store. <laughs> mm. Right? That's just nasty. <laughs> it's nasty. Mm. Well, does that wrap up tea time? It does. So, what is our theme next week, Lexi? Next week, we are doing gift shops. Hey! Yeah. And not airport stores. (laughs) Look. (laughs) I know they're also called gift shops, but I really liked the name. (laughs) (laughs) She said airport stores. I'm like, bitch, you mean gift shops? (laughs) (laughs) What? No. No, you crazy. (laughs) So, if you've ever worked at a gift shop or you happen to be at the airport in an airport store and you've seen a crazy story, (laughs) send that to us at confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. Yeah, do it. (laughs) <laughs> we look forward to hear reading your stories. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All right. So, does that mean it's time for them dams? It sure is. It's time for them demographics. Wow. 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 Sing it. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Oh my goodness, we got some reigning champs in first this week, don't we? We sure do, and I called it too. So we got in first place, Amy. Who we got? Indianapolis, Indiana in first place. Yeah. And then in second place, we've got White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Hey. On that majestic White Bear Lake. Hey, whoever's listening to us in White Bear Lake, can you send us a picture of White Bear Lake? Because it sounds majestic as fuck. It really does. 
Like, I just, I for some reason, even though it's Minnesota, I imagined like the Alaskan mountain ranges. <laughs> it's this white bear lake. Snow peaked mountain. Right. <laughs> even though we know there ain't a fucking mountain in Minnesota. Maybe there is. Maybe, maybe no, there is not. next to the white bear lake. But we don't know because we haven't seen a picture. (laughs) So send that us our way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So who we got in third this week, Amy? In third, we got Columbus, Ohio. Well, hey. I know, right? Hello. I mean, you've been up here before. Welcome back. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And our favorite Arizonians in fourth. We got Alhambra or the Alhambra, Arizona. Alhambra. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We love it. Keep listening. We love y'all. We love all of you. Keep telling your friends. Hell yeah. All right. And then Amy, you got our sign off quote this week. I sure do. I like it. You can't control how other people perceive your energy. Anything you do or say gets filtered through the lens of whatever personal shit they are going through at the moment, Mm -hmm. which is not about you. Just keep doing your thing with as much integrity and love as possible. Hell yeah. Stay true to yourself. Don't worry about the fuck shit. Finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, till next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our web page. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Corat Pod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C-O-N-F of Retail Podcast. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.